Hello and welcome to the Creative Business Podcast, the podcast that aims to help you build a better, more successful creative business. I'm Nathan and I'm joined as always by Marcus. How you doing, Marcus? Woo, what a day already, Nathan. How about you? <laughs> yeah, we've had some issues setting up today, haven't we? Between cameras and microphones and sound quality and all over the place. All over the place. And you know, I am literally hours away from leaving for vacation. I was glad we could fit this in, but if we were going to do this any later, my wife was going to say, nope, you have to pack the car. You're going, away, are- you're going away today, you? We're going away today. We're going our first trip ever to Hawaii. We've never done that before. So we're, I don't know. Have you been to these islands that people talk about? No, no, never. No. You, you mentioned that the other week. and I didn't realize that it was now, that it was happening now. Today. Now. That's right. <laughs> so how long does it take to fly to Hawaii from where you are? It's six hours. But oddly enough, there's now a very active volcano there. And they keep a vacuum. <laughs> So first there was flooding, and now there's a big volcano, biggest eruption in, I don't know, decades, and it's destroying homes, and the air quality is terrible. So, uh, but, you know, like, uh, maybe we could talk about this. Why the hell don't airlines refund your whole (laughs) amount of money, or let, you know, why do they screw you every time? You ever work with this? Is it just me that gets Uh, screwed by the airlines? No, no, no. The same thing happened to me the, uh, a couple of months ago when my flight got cancelled coming back from Wales. And in the end, the only obligate, the only thing they're obligated to do, at least with the company I flew with, was uh, pay for your accommodation for that night and get you on the on the next flight back. The next flight back for me was three days in the future. Oh <laughs> and gosh. in the and in the end, they didn't even pay for the hotel because apparently because when I sent in my claim for the hotel, they said you should have booked it through our website. Uh, which you didn't. Uh, I, I was told by their by their help desk as as all the flights in the in the in the in the airport had been cancelled that day due to weather, that they were flat out that the best thing I could do was find my own hotel, keep the invoice, and then claim it back. But you know, didn't work out in the end. So what can you do? You can't if you can't trust a member of staff to work within their own policies. Then you know, what can you do? I feel like there's. Um... Maybe this is actually a topic because uh, <laughs> for the for our show, because let's be honest, not everyone who works with us might have a great working experience. They might be saying, you know, why don't you follow? Why don't you do what's reasonable? Uh, why don't you follow your own rules or things like that? Um, it, I can just tell you being on the receiving end of poor customer service. it It is so frustrating and I feel so powerless and right now i'm very i'm angry at the volcano but i've had a couple of other trips this year where i've been angry at the airlines <laughs> so what so what is the deal though did you try to cancel then due to the volcano and they wouldn't refund or what's what's uh, the deal well the deal was actually my kids were going for a whole month they booked it a year in advance they were going to live there and work remotely and when when all this volcano stuff started happening they decided they would cancel and they called up the airport, the, and I think they got tickets for $400 a piece. And the airline said, that's fine. There is, of course, get ready for it, a $250 per person rebooking fee. So <laughs> you will get very little of your original investment back. Um, and I think that over here, we're just pretty used to just getting screwed that way. Like, because you have no recourse. There's nothing you can do. I did not want to yeah. pay that penalty to rebook later or do something different. Um, so I said, 
you know, I'm just going to where the volcano is. And if we die, <laughs> we die. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, it's terrible, isn't it? Because you know, you know full well that they are more than covered in their fine print so that there is probably very little legal room in there to, to even begin to argue. Um, I'm sure they've spent hundreds of thousands, if not, you know, a lot more on getting the small print dialed in, you know, with lawyers just everywhere. You Everywhere, know, otherwise, right? there would, otherwise, there would be no business for them whatsoever. Right, but what kind? Like, what kind of business depend? I think they really depend on, and I'm sure of this. A certain number of people will not show up, and then they get to resell their seat, or they will they will have this have to uh, they will make a change, and then there'll be a huge penalty, and they'll get to keep a lot of the money, and then they can still resell the seat. Uh, I, I'm sure it's a perfectly fine, legitimate business to be in. But as a consumer with few options, I, I can't take a boat to Hawaii. I can't drive there. So I've got to take an airplane. And it feels like they all have the same policies. So it's not even like I could say, well, I'll go with Hawaiian Air because their policy is more generous or better. No, they all. I think they all get in a room and say every year, like, how are we really going to screw people <laughs> this year? <laughs> Well, going back a second to, to your to your your kids uh, going over there for a year, were, uh, a were, they, were they planning on a month? Oh, sorry, I thought you said a year that they were going oh. for a year and were going to work. No, no, they they were going to go for a month because my son works uh, remotely, and so they said, "Why okay. not work from paradise?" I'm glad we cleared that up. So, so your son works remotely. Yes, he's a he's a writer, and so he writes marketing content for uh, for companies and he can work from anywhere so they booked a month in australia that's where they're at right now okay because we actually we actually had a question come in related to to the whole remote thing um, so i wonder if maybe and your son would be a great example it. of this yeah because we had an email a while back from romaine i think romaine is the way you pronounce it. if it's not i i, I apologize and he was asking about creative pauses and mm. how that can work with travel, basically taking some time off from basically not working those 12 hours a day stuck behind the desk, you know, and how we can actually perhaps even push ourselves to stop working so much, take a break, or even actually go away and work remotely. So that seems like a fantastic, um, so you know, what your son is doing, essentially going away to Hawaii and work, well, he would have been going away to Hawaii and working for a month. I mean... Who no, he's in Australia working that. for a month. And in Karen, of all places. It's beautiful. Oh, right. His, his office is right on... I mean, he has no office. He's, in, he's on the beach, so... <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we uh, most of us work remotely nowadays, don't we? I'm, I think yes. there are very few companies now that work exclusively on a local sort of turf. And, obviously... The advantages of this are enormous. You know, you just said your son's now working from Australia. He was supposed to be working in Hawaii. You know, they've they've got uh, they had they have kids as well now, right? Yes, they have a young a nine month old girl. That's right. So traveling around the world, working from wherever the heck they feel like it, and still getting the work done. You know, and still. So is this the same thing as, or is, do you think it can be equated to taking that that break or that? Or maybe it's just a break from the office environment or something. I don't know. Is it something you've ever you've ever done? I mean, have you always been office based? 
You know, no, actually. Uh, well, okay. Until I started working for myself, I was pretty much office based. And when I started working and I was the only one working and I worked out of my home, then I went and I rented an office that I could go to every day. But I remember one time uh, in the past few years, my wife even said, you know, why don't we go to the beach for a week? Or actually, we wanted to go for it for three weeks. And I said, that's great. I'll just work from the beach. So we have a camp trailer. We put two dogs and two humans in a camp trailer and towed it behind the truck and went to the beach. And I sat in a tiny little pop-up table in the camp trailer and attempted to write <laughs> or attempted to work on the worst hot Wi-Fi hotspot ever. And the whole frustration, <laughs> the whole experience was just actually terrible. Not only was the Wi-Fi bad, but here's what I found for me. I thought it was going to be refreshing, give me a new insights, be a new environment. What it was was the temptation to just want to go out on the beach and do things with my wife was always there. And I didn't really want to work, but I had committed to working. And so it But that was a holiday though, right? But that was a holiday. No, this was well, my wife and I said, why don't we do a working vacation? Okay, so she okay, could okay. be at the beach and I said, Well then I can work. We'll both be happy. Turns out neither of us were happy. I really wanted to be on the beach, and she did not really want me to work as much. She wanted me to be on the beach with her. Uh, so I, I kind of found it miserable, and I actually at this point have committed to not doing working vacations. I'm going to Hawaii. I'm not taking my laptop. I've been told to take all email and Slack off my phone, and I'm really going to try and disconnect. Fantastic. I think for me as well, it was very similar, or it's very similar in, in that I can never get away from my laptop because we are always working, myself and I, Michael and I, to cover support. So there is always, even if it's even if we are away and we're all supposedly on holiday, there's always having to check in and do support morning and afternoon. And even though I've always explained this to Nuria, and Nuria's always been very understanding about this, you know, even if I've said, well, I will have to do some work while we're away. She's like, yeah, yeah that's fine. There's no problem. But when we're actually away, there, there, there is that pressure. Yes. That, that, that pressure to, well, come on, can we, can, can you just finish this now? Can, can we go and, and, you know, get on with the holiday? Can, let's go down the beach or, you know, Leo's waiting to take the dog out or whatever. And, and so I can, I can relate to that pressure of, but then maybe those are two different things. Maybe like a working having to work on your holiday is not the same thing as working remotely full-time, should we say, and actually traveling around the world and taking in the sites and, and yeah, working I think, that way. I, I think my son was smarter about it. He said, I'm not on vacation. I'm just going to work from a different location. So mm -hmm. same expectations with his family, same expectations with his boss. Of course, there's a 17-hour uh, time zone difference he has to, he has to deal with. But yeah, all the pictures of him, frankly, are him on the beach with a laptop. And all I can think of is like when you're writing or you're coding or you're working, it really almost, I'm sure the environment matters a little bit, but you're pretty focused on what it is you have to accomplish. And my guess is all the same time pressures are there, but at least when he takes his break, he's in a different environment and he, maybe he feels great about it. I don't know. I might find it frustrating. Yeah, I, I would certainly, I wouldn't be adverse to trying at least the uh, working around the world. But again, I think for me, it would be very distracting because, for example, 
my ideal situation, if I could live anywhere now, and I'm talking living anywhere within sort of Europe, I would probably head up towards the Pyrenees, the mountains that separate France and Spain. And that for me would be ideal. That's ideal mountain bike country. But at the same time, the temptation would be you too great. You would want to be because, on the bike. <laughs> exactly. The temptation would be too great because I would just have everything on my doorstep, you know. So in my mind, I would have this wonderful stone and log cabin up in the hills. You know, there would be goats jumping around and snowflakes in the distance. And uh. here's me sat on the doorstep with my laptop trying to... <laughs> right, trying to trying, concentrate. <laughs> Trying to concentrate and, and connect to my dial-up connection that's going through a, a mobile, you know, modem <laughs> or something and making funny noises. And thinking, do I really want to be working? So yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I could do that anymore. It would be too, too much for too much to ask of me. I think. Yeah, and you know, I told my wife after that. Uh, I I'll be honest. I did try it a second time. We loved to go camping. We went three weeks to the to the beach. Same experience. Uh, I even tried to set working hours this time. I said, well, I'll get up at six in the morning and I'll work until noon and that's all I'll do. Well, nobody likes to get up at six in the morning on your vacation. (laughs) And when you do, and you're in an 18 foot travel trailer, you're typing, golly, like all of a sudden, (laughs) my typing actually just hung up on Nathan. (laughs) Are you typing away? Yeah. Yeah, you're typing away like I did, and you're disturbing all the other people, like my wife and the dogs, and then she's up at 6 a.m. And My wife's very understanding, but we just have agreed. It's one or the other. If you travel and you want to be on vacation, be on vacation. If you're traveling and you want to be on business, do that. But mixing them for me has been hard. Do you find, though, that if you do go away on holiday without the laptop, without the restraints of knowing that you have to get work done, that when you come back, you do feel refreshed and that you are ready to jump back in? I am both refreshed and I get that wonderful feeling of, oh my gosh, I'm so behind. (laughs) Uh, Yes. You know that feeling? Maybe it's happened to you once or twice. Yeah, yeah, I'm not quite so bouncy and chirpy about it though when I get back off holiday. I'm more along the lines of... Like, really? I have to start again? You know, it's like the kids uh, when they have to go back to school. Yeah. You know, after some holidays are over, it's like, oh, now I have to go back to school. Do we really have to go back, Mom? Do we really have to go back, Dad? <laughs> I'm pretty uh, chirpy yes. about it. I just want to, like, by the last week of the trip, I, if we're gone for a couple of weeks, or the last few days, my brain starts thinking about work. And I start, then it bleeds into my conversation with my wife, and I'm talking about it, and I'm thinking about it. And I just feel this pressure. I just think, well, as soon as we get back, like I want to do a week of 12-hour days. Maybe that means I never, maybe I don't know how to disconnect myself. Oh, golly. Could that be the case? (laughs) Maybe I'm a bad vacationer. That's something, yeah, that's something you definitely need to get dialed in. It's it's tricky though. It's tricky to I it's tricky to switch off, especially if like yourself and like me who can never get away from support. If you always have to take some device away with you, I would love I would love to leave the laptop here, to leave the mobile phone here, and to leave everything, and just go away with the family and the bike. Of course, that's always in the back. Of course, and that's it. I would love it, but at the moment, you know, until. <laughs> Until, you know, maybe when we get bigger, we become more successful and we can have a support team in place. But until that happens, it's just, uh, it's, it's not an option for us. So, 
Yeah, well, you do what you have to do. Maybe that's the next hire you, uh, or the, like, right now it's just the two of you. You don't have anybody else, right? It's still just the two of us, yeah. Just the two of us and contract paying lots of money to lawyers and everything, trying to get the GDPR sorted out, which is an ongoing nightmare, as we spoke about last week. So, yeah, it's just... uh, it's very rare that uh, it's anybody outside of Mark, uh, Marcus, uh, Michael, or myself actually yeah. doing anything in Lucy. So, so when, so when are you coming back then? When are you? How long are you going to be am, away for? I am gone this weekend and next. So I'm actually just gone. I'm back the following Saturday. So I think I'm back like May twentieth uh, or something like that. So we're okay. def- we're going to miss a week, but then we're coming back. Now, you know, uh, I, uh, I'm actually going to Europe this fall, so I don't know if we're coming to Spain, but it could be. I don't know. Have you got anything planned? Do you have any places planned at all yet? I know I'm flying in and out. So this is what I like to do when I go to Europe. I like to know where I'm flying in and out of, and two nights before when we get there and two nights when we get back. But I don't have anything else planned. I just know we're there for so like where, three weeks. So where are you flying into? We're flying in and out of London. The flights were cheap. Okay. Okay. And we're there like oh, well, 20, yeah. 20 or 21 days. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 That would be cool. Definitely I know. have to hook something up there. We're going to just take the train and find something fun. So I don't oh, know. Wow. Lots, we'll lots be asking places. for recommendations in a future show. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Then we'll, we'll leave it there for this week. We've got a pretty, it's a pretty short one this week. We both got to head out quickly. Obviously, Marcus is now heading off to Hawaii. Lucky, lucky, lucky get. And uh, I've got to head out as well. So keep it short. Any any, any questions, any topics you'd like us to discuss on the show, as per usual, drop us a line, podcast at the Creative Business Podcast, and we'll do what we can. And uh, yeah, have a fantastic flight, man. I hope that the, uh, I hope the volcano is not too much of a, you know, Maybe you'll get really lucky and we'll all just subside in the next 45 minutes or something. Maybe it will. Maybe it will. But what I hear is when you're flying over it, it's quite a show. So I'm hoping to take a few photos. Of, maybe we can share them if I get a good one. I can imagine. Yeah. Oh, so, it, so it doesn't actually ground in any flights then? Uh, it's. I think some, but yeah, they're, they're st- Hawaiian Airlines is still flying over it. And uh, I think I'm actually kind of excited. I hope the f- the pilot takes us takes us over it and gives us a little, you know, maybe they'll circle it or something. I, I don't know oh. what to expect. Cool, man. Fantastic. All right, well, have a, have, a, have a great time away and do try and relax and switch off. See if, let us know how, when you get back how you got on, whether you actually took all the email off your phone. Ooh. Okay, I'll report back What I because I'm definitely leaving the laptop. And uh, yeah, you know what? Maybe I'll challenge myself since we've talked about this that I do need to learn to vacation better and not think about anything until I arrive back in my office. I'll let you know how that goes. And if you don't manage to do it, you can always lie on the podcast anyway when you come back and say, yes, I took it all off. (laughs) No, people write in, they say that they like we're authentic, so we have to keep that, right? Okay, okay, okay. All right, man, you have a great time, and uh, we'll speak again soon. Take care. Bye, everyone. Cheers, man. Bye-bye.